listening to Rookie Pirate Radio, the official anime and manga podcast for InBetweenDrafts.com. I'm John Negroni. And I'm Travis Hymas. And today we're doing a manga recap of One Piece chapter 1103, titled I'm Sorry, Daddy. Travis, I also have to say that I'm sorry for missing the latest podcast episode. What a one to miss. But hey, thanks for coming in and punching the schedule uh, in the face. Yeah, we, we, we got it done. Uh, you know, we can say we haven't missed a manga recap yet, and uh, I do appreciate Quinn stepping in and uh, just gushing with me about how good that last chapter was. It was a bit of a love fest, D- different energy to be sure, you know, you know, because if I had been there, I probably would have been like the cantankerous old, you know, grump, you know what I mean? Just being like, all right, Travis, let's take it down a peg. But instead yeah, you got that's... enthusiastic Quinn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's like nice and yeah. Um, but no, I'm back and I'm here to, you know, make a bunch of wild claims and then pretend I never made them weeks later. Everybody knows. Uh, Travis, <laughs> um, lots of stuff going on in One Piece. Uh, oh, I should probably explain where I've been. I was overseas. I was in Thailand and Taiwan. And if you're probably like, oh, John, you must have had a good time. Your voice is a bit hoarse. Well, uh, it's not because I was yelling and screaming and doing karaoke. No, um, I was not doing my favorite activities because I, I may or may not have gotten the coronavirus in uh, Thailand of all places. And so part of my trip was derailed and I was alone doing nothing <laughs> for a big stretch of the trip. But, uh, Hey, still had a good time, uh, you know. Didn't didn't love Thailand, but Taiwan was a lot of fun. And here I am now. Well, I'm I'm glad you're on the upswing. That's for sure. I will say Taiwan full of big One Piece fans, and I got a chance to check out the latest volume that just came out. For, it's a uh, Egghead arc, and uh, I didn't buy it, but I just kind of took a little bit of a peek. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to to read that volume once it comes out. And also, uh, Travis Hymas, uh, the anime. One Piece anime. So much stuff has been going on. Did, did we talk about the, the remake that they're going to do, first of all? I forget. We, we have not. We have not discussed that at all. Yeah, they're doing a whole... They're doing a remake. We I feel like we have to incorporate that into Rookie Pirate Radio somehow. How could we I, not? I mean, I'm glad to know that once we get to the end of the manga, we do not have to end this show. Uh, <laughs> rookie Pirate Radio forever. A uh, thousand years Rookie Pirate Radio. But, Our kids uh, will be hosting this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but... Uh, but I, I, I confess the first thing that left my mouth uh, when I saw this was, oh, God, I've lived long enough to see One Piece Brotherhood happen. I feel like that we shouldn't have had to wait this long for One Piece Brotherhood considering. But no, actually, oh, I would man. say that this is more like One Piece Kai in a way, isn't it? It sounds like they're going to be doing the, the Dragon Ball Kai thing. Well, well, so Dragon Ball Kai is just taking the Toei animation and recutting it. Uh, That's true. So this that is going to be flows. like a totally different style, huh? Well, they did. They didn't. They update some of the animation too in Kai. I forget because it's been I so long. They, I think they cleaned some stuff up, but its primary purpose was to cut the screaming. Like right. that's just just what it is. Whereas, but, uh, whereas Full Alchemist, this is Blood Brotherhood was I, a total revamp. I would like on it. Like I joke about it being being one piece brotherhood because i love making that joke in general um it's funny i I did the same it's a fun joke like when they did the fruits basket remake it's the same thing it's just like it's just really funny when they're like oh let's go actually make this thing that you remember for being good but actually good this time didn't they remake Uh, fruits basket like five times or something 
Yeah, but the this last one is the first time they ever saw it all the way through. It didn't get canceled or something. Mm. So that's kind of why I, I use that analogy. But this is kind of I would maybe peg this as something closer to like David Productions uh, redo of Urusei Yatsura, where it's just like it's a completely it, they're going to be two entirely different series where like everything from the direction to, you know, like like the only difference is going to be theoretically that the source material be followed <sighs> i'm loath to say more accurately because it's not true the anime is very accurate yeah. it's just um it's different when you know the destination you know what i mean hmm. um they can they could potentially focus and adjust in different ways that the uh, original toei production just literally couldn't case in point the current uh what just started in the anime they seem to have finally embraced just looking forward and owning that um, in a way that they've never done before. Whereas, whereas the the Wit Studio version will just be able to go ham because yeah. it's going to know ninety to ninety five percent of the story. Oda said that this remake is going to be like several years out potentially. Like this is not a thing that's happening like next year. So it's it's kind of like uh, we'll see how this goes. I am. Just a little bit, because of the two of us, you know, I am the true curmudgeon. Uh, the second thing that I thought to myself when I saw this immediately after that making that joke was, hey, wait a minute, didn't Wit and Netflix make that AI thing earlier last year? <laughs> uh, and I had to Google it, and yeah, they did. That was them. So <laughs> I am... forgot about that. I am nervous all of sin and fall short of the glory of oda uh, and you know i i have two thoughts on this one is that on the positive side i really appreciate that this is going to be that stepping stone that fans of the live action will probably need because let's face it there are a lot of people who watch the live action who enjoyed it and are like all right i'm ready to to dive into one piece proper because i'm hooked but then they look at the amount of episodes they look at the rough early art style which to us is charming it's nostalgia we grew up on it whatever but to a lot of other people it's a stumbling stone and i get it i'm, I'm like that with other series so i'm excited in that realm because that means more one piece fans more people coming along on the more negative side i just feel like look i'm not the biggest toei fan i think toei has you know made a lot of decisions and done a lot of things that i'm not a fan of whatsoever and that's not to speak of the directors and the different animators and those folks who are really in the trenches but i i do feel like this is a bit of a slap in their face a slap in the face of the artisans behind the anime who you know i know that some have kind of spoken out even anonymously about this and been like man you know like this is kind of degrade it feels like they're kind of degrading us or saying we're not good enough right all this work we put in and so it's it's a little bit messy i i do think that it, it's kind of funny how this is happening too like right when the egghead arc has just kicked off in the anime and it looks fantastic the new art style that they're employing that i didn't even realize like or suspect that they were going to kind of do what they did with Wano and kind of just do a totally new art style. And it, it was shades of stuff that they experimented with in Wano. I think uh, that there's a, an animator director who did a few episodes during Wano who's now overseeing things. I forget her name. Uh, yeah, for the for uh, your, your Ishitani. So you're thinking of uh, Megumi Ishitani. I, Megumi um, Ishitani. Yes, thank you. And uh, and yeah, uh, that uh, there's going to I have like a whole like draft for the for the site that we uh, that we write for. Uh, oh, you're in between the gushing, drafts. Yeah, just uh, literally uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, doing uh, just gushing about that OP by itself, because it's one of the most 
I think genuinely one of the most incredible pieces of animation I think I've seen in a long time, if maybe ever. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's become my personality the past several days. <laughs> oh my so I, I get what you're saying there, because like they just they announced it. it. It feels too soon is what it feels like. It's it's like let like n- that's never happened before. A remake getting announced before they even like finished the original. That's that's definitely new territory. But I mean, it's one piece. It, it doesn't play operate by the same rules as everything else. The thing I'm wondering, too, right. is that if this new one is going to have seasons, if it's going to be more streamlined to kind of follow the more modern, hey, Shonen anime doesn't have to come out every single week of the year kind of format, which I'm OK with. And I, and I think that I was never the biggest fan of the movies like episode of East Blue, episode of Saba, like all that stuff, just because it cuts out so much that I can't even recommend it. Right. So. I don't know. I, I think that this will be good if people who love One Piece will still have that. And then people who just want to be purists and watch the whole original series for the first time or rewatch or whatever, they can do that, too. So at least there are choices. That's that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's one of those things where, like, ironically, there's not a good like a, a, a perfect way to engage with this story, which is really weird to think about. Like, I will tell anybody all day long, just read it. It's the it is the primary source for a reason. It's just the best way to do it. But some people are just never going to do that. Like there are there are Lord of the Rings fans who will never sit down and read those books. It's just not. They will spend thousands of dollars in cosplay, dress up as Aragorn, but they will not, cannot seemingly read the books. And you know what? I have no judgment. And and yeah, it's it's just it's it's Oda's ultimate grand plan, right? It's to try to make this story as available as possible while mm-hmm. he's still here to make sure that it's done right. I mean, what or medium is, is, is left, right? They've had, there's been light novels, there's been movies, there's been uh, audio productions, um, there's been Universal <laughs> Studios rides, video games, um, every medium video, possible. If, if there is a medium that I would still love One Piece to get its act together in, it would be video games. Now that you mention it, we got yeah, Odyssey really was a good close. stepping stone. We yeah. got really close there with Odyssey. I think, ironically, uh, that's the place where I feel like they should go the most off the beaten path and just not follow the story. <laughs> but, right. Uh, that's a different podcast episode. I think we did that one. <laughs> um, well, okay. I think that for this episode, we should be free to talk about this manga, uh, this manga recap. And I'm very excited to talk about it. I'm very excited just because I feel like I kind of took a a longer break from one piece than normal. I don't usually go this long without talking about the chapters with you, Travis, but uh, here we are. I'm I'm happy about that at the very least. Uh, So let's get into it. Uh, I'm going to be reading off the main beats, kind of paraphrasing from the wiki this time. Uh, since I don't, I didn't have time to uh, to write my own, unfortunately. But uh, let's follow along; should be fun. All right, so we do start off this chapter with a pretty fun cover spread. Uh, I didn't analyze the cover spread at all. Uh, I'm not reading into it <laughs> in terms of like seeing Momo and and seeing uh, Yamato and all that, and you know, eating yakitori. And it feels like a fun little nod to Wano as we're you know firmly like away from Wano, like after Egghead, like we have just kind of moved into Egghead in the anime. They had the whole sort of like sum up episode filler episode from Wano. I feel like, you know, we're in a good place with that. We can kind of leave Wano behind for now. If you agree. Uh, yeah, this is just because it's the year of the dragon. 
like that's all this is like even the jump right cover has the shirt this week. yeah like that's all this really is um which is which is fun it's like yeah of course you would bring these two characters in for this particular a little premature because uh, the chinese new year hasn't happened yet but you know it's that's just jump for you like, like i said it was across the board for them uh but okay let's get into the chapter proper here um, so we cut to actually, uh, the recent past, the, the moment when Bonnie saw the whole flashback. So the last chapter kind of revealed that the whole Kuma flashback was kind of this amalgamation between Bonnie's memories and the memory bubble of Kuma, which I think we kind of suspected. I think we essentially put that together. I don't even sure if we like belabored it cause it seemed pretty obvious, but either way, we are now at the point where. Vegapunk has been saved by the Straw Hats and everything, and he and Bonnie have their sort of like reconciliation moment that we were curious about back when the chapter kind of cut forward in time and Bonnie was in, you know, that room with everybody and we cut forward. So now we're getting that payoff. Uh, So we see Bonnie emerging from the room where she got everything uh, in terms of the memories. Uh, Dr. Vegapunk asks if she saw everything. She confirms that she did. Vegapunk apologizes for breaking his promise with Kuma. But to his surprise, um, Bonnie, who is now a child, her real form, hugs him and apologizes. Uh, Vegapunk shows Bonnie the thing he planned on giving her, which is a sapphire necklace that looks like the sun, which Kuma intended to be her 10th birthday gift. Cue the tears. Uh, Bonnie is extremely happy to receive it and states that she will always cherish it. I didn't get a chance, by the way, to kind of pontificate on like some of that stuff that happened in the last chapter. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was... It was gut wrenching stuff, um, and and honestly, like I, man, I I I it pained me a little bit as a little bit of an aside when you two were like, oh, I don't know if she's going to be a straw hat. We don't agree with John. I mean, it broke my heart. That's okay. I just I just I can't I can't you know I can't join that fan club quite yet, but like it's, it's getting okay. more and more difficult. It's getting more and more difficult every day to not to not join up. Um, okay, so after all of this happens, uh, Vegapunk muses on how strong Luffy has become after his years of training. Uh, Bonnie asks if Luffy is the son of Dragon, uh, who is Kuma's friend. Dr. Vegapunk confirms that, but he never imagined the two of them would come to Egghead together. He tells her that lots of things happened when she went into the room, and he will tell her everything while they rejoin the Straw Hat Pirates. He apologizes to Bonnie for his actions with Kuma, but Bonnie tells him that it was never his fault. All the fault falls on Jay Garcia Saturn, and she is correct about that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, chalking it up to fate. Fate is such a strange thing sometimes because it, it is pretty wild too. Watching in the anime, like Bonnie just happened to be in the War Medi, you know, and they just happened to save her, and, and it's a bit convenient. But you know, that's one piece for you, isn't it? Isn't it just fate itself? We've discussed fate before in this series. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fate, destiny, uh, those four-letter words. Uh, Okay, so we got to the present, not literally four letter words, but uh, people catch my drift. Uh, We cut back to the present. And so this is the real present. And Saturn coldly tells Bonnie that Kuma is dead. The Straw Hats and the Vegapunks are still unable to move. Uh, I believe it's just Atlas who's there at this point in terms of the the Vegapunks and then the OG Vegapunk. Uh, Luffy starts asking for food. Kizaru shows concern for Vegapunk and Bonnie. And it is announced that Sentumaru has been captured. Outside of Egghead, people are reading the news about the siege. While on Mamoro Island, Dragon asks Ivankov where he thinks Kuma would go if he still had a fragment of his natural instincts. And Ivankov says that if he were Kuma, he would go to Mary Joa, 
Dragon, however, knows the Kuma is different, almost as if he suspects where he might go. I guess this is fueling people's theories that Dragon's going to go to Egghead, but I mean, with what teleportation device people? Like, what are you talking about? Um, I don't get that at all. Uh, back on Egghead, Bonnie, and I'm talking about the people who are saying he's going to show up during this fight. Like, okay. Uh, back on Egghead, Bonnie tells Saturn that if she is going to die, she will kill him no matter what as well and uses distortion future. Uh, and so she tries to be like Nika again. She grows her fist pretty large, but her enlarged fist disappears and she becomes weak again. And Saturn crushes her in his hand. He tells her that he's not surprised that Bonnie knows the name of Nika since she's Kuma's daughter, but he does say that she doesn't know what that is exactly. And while he thinks that she has not drawn the connection between Nika and Luffy's transformation in her mind, he then notices Luffy eating food and orders the Marines to restrain him with Sea Stone. Uh, Bonnie wonders why she can't alter her age around Saturn, and he reveals to her that he was the one who gave her this power. So uh, our suspicion that she didn't just eat a devil fruit in the church that showed up was correct. I forget Travis if either of us speculated that um, she was experimented. I think we did say something along the lines of like something happened when she was with her mother before she arrived, but I don't remember what we said exactly. I, I I believe we did call out specifically that it's weird that she just had it, like even though it parallels Luffy. Um, it, yeah, I I want to say you brought it up. I, I want to say that you did bring up the idea that like Bonnie herself was also a subject, um, not just Ginny. That sounds right. We might have accidentally been smart is our point, but we would have to reread. We'd have to re listen <laughs> to the tape. Um, so yeah, so Saturn says he conducted an experiment on her as a baby to give her the powers of the Toshi Toshi no Mi without actually having her eat it. And while it was a success, he deemed the fruit worthless. He says that while the user can transform however they want regarding the foreseeable future, its abilities weaken when their knowledge of the future differs from reality. He asks her if she wants to believe in Nika, but Bonnie declares Nika is real because she swore she would find him to save Kuma from his control. But Saturn says she is starting to believe he isn't real. How could she not be a straw hat after this? Like her whole arc would be that she's growing old and she doesn't. I don't. I don't. She has to join. We need. We, we, we got, need we to see get this. Through, get through the beats. Get through the beats. Hang in there. <laughs> sorry. 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 Saturn then tells her that Nika is nothing but a worthless buccaneer legend and quotes what Kuma said to him way back on God Valley to her. He also reveals another horrifying revelation. He was the one who infected Ginny with sapphire scales. That, that's not the biggest surprise, uh, which was a side effect from a failed experiment he conducted on her. But he was surprised to see Bonnie inheriting the disease. Bonnie says that everything she went through was all Saturn's fault, and Dr. Vegapunk becomes extremely livid that Saturn's heartless experiments are what caused Kuma to give away his free will in the first place. I mean, Vegapunk, what did you expect, dude? It's, it's the five elders. Like, I don't know. He's, he's acting all surprised that they're sadistic and evil. Okay. Uh, Saturn, however, simply says he cannot understand the feelings of a mere insect. Just then, Kuma arrives on Egghead, much to the shock of the government. He starts making his way to the center of the island, where Saturn is, as the Marines try to inform everyone about this development. Saturn does not believe Kuma could have come here, while well, Dr. Vegapunk is confused why he's here at all. As he continues to charge forward while the Marines shoot him, Bonnie thinks that she should just die because of everything Kuma went through. She starts crying loudly, but Saturn demands she shut up and order the Marines to shoot her head off. But then she yells, I want to live. And then Kuma shoots a flag and declares war on the... Oh, sorry, that's a different arc. Uh, my bad. 
Uh, before they can shoot, Kuma blows them all away, so Saturn throws Bonnie to the ground and prepares to impale her with his leg. However, Kuma arrives in the nick of time to block the attack with his own body before pulling Saturn's leg out of his back and grabbing it. He hardens his fist with Bushoku Haki and prepares to punch a terrified Saturn. We don't see the punch happen, and uh, one thing that this leaves out too is that uh, somebody has been giving Luffy food, and so we have another we have a mystery of the week. Uh, or two weeks since we were on break. So we're not going to have 1104 um, for a little while. But yeah, we'll have fun stuff to speculate on. But yeah, Travis Hymas, big episode, very focused, focused chapter of the manga. We don't we don't cut to a lot of different places, not a ton of characters. This is firmly focused on Vegapunk, Bonnie, and Saturn. Yeah, and I guess let's get it out of let's get it out of your system. Let's talk about let's talk about Bonnie and her her status. Future uh, cabin apprentice of the Straw Hat Pirates. <laughs> yeah. okay. Someone's got to eat all of Sanji's all right. food. Help! Yeah, Someone's... there's got to be the glutton trio: Luffy, you... <laughs> Chopper, and Jewelry Bonnie. Why can't we have a glutton trio? Why not? I mean, I mean, because they do need to survive at sea. Uh, but uh, we know that Oda wants you know, to have. Like, Go ahead, the argument against. I was, I was gonna say, like, no, I, it, it, I talked about this last week, but you know, talking about it with you again, it's, it's one of those things where, to me anyway, it's either gonna be it's not happening, or Oda has changed his mind. I don't think this is a situation where something was planned but we've been here before right we've been here in the like oh so and so is going to join the crew you know and and all of this is not you know notwithstanding the fact that uh vivi is out there and presumably will also rejoin the crew at some point so for me to say like oh this is it we have the full straw hats is just technically wrong which is the the worst kind of wrong uh for many reasons but but chiefly that like yeah technically we haven't filled out the crew technically we're not at the end of the story but i just i I, there's still just that little like aching part of me that just doesn't want to like let it go you know uh yeah, uh, they just did. They just did in the anime. They did the episode where Luffy like says his dream, and like reinforces that like this is a big deal. This is a thing that he hasn't shared with many people. Like they're like this is supposed to be kind of this big moment for the crew to really understand their captain. And I I don't know if we have to replicate that again with somebody else. I just don't know if it. Well, vibes. we will. Well, because when the reader. Okay, here's the argument for, because we can have Bonnie be our surrogate as readers, because we don't know Luffy's dream. So she could be the one to receive that information, Travis. At a certain, I mean, we could we could have received. Date. I mean, I mean, we don't need anyone for that because we've always we've had plenty of of surrogates. We had again, Yamato is a is a great parallel to this. The 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 Yamato cope is real. It's back here on the cover page of just like for a hot stinking minute there. It really felt like that was going to happen. And even now, I'm not sure if like Oda changed his mind or if this was just always the plan. It's really difficult to say. Um, Not that I'm necessarily like this was a terrible decision because I I 
honestly would have been fine either way. But I just I'm like, I, I don't after Jim Bay joining the crew and, and, and Vivi would technically be our 10th member. And with everything that it's going to take to get her back to the crew, I'm just so stuck on like how many more people can we squeeze in to do this? Well, Again, I don't think Vivi's going to be like, I don't think Vivi's going to be like a member in the same way that, you know, Jim Bay is. I think that she's going to be an ace kind of figure that they're all going to like rally together to help. You know, because they've already sort of yeah, she's, preempted she's that, right? She's definitely a part of the crew. She's definitely, you're, you're opening up a way more complicated can of worms than I am. If you're going to say Vivi's not a straw hat. <laughs> uh, I mean, she's not. A, she hasn't gotten that, her, ooh. she hasn't gotten her box. Uh, yeah. So, okay. I, mean, I mean, I'm just saying, that, I think that that's, she's out there as a periphery honorary. Like she has her straw hat doctorate. Sure. But yeah. I mean, Bonnie's gone to Straw Hat University. She did the four years. Yes. We got, you know, uh, not that <laughs> not that Vivi didn't, you know, get a whole saga um, for herself. But I think I think the reason I'm more compelled by Bonnie joining than I was by Yamato or Carrot or any of these other characters who came along is I just see the potential for her character and what she adds to the story just being way more significant. And like, I think that Yamato, we do kind of close the book on that character pretty succinctly. I don't think there's a lot left for Yamato because their whole thing kind of revolved around Kaido. It kind of revolved around being the next Odin. And so moving on from Wano, there wasn't much to, there wasn't much else with the character. But with Bonnie, I think there's just so much impact that she has on the story by comparison and so much room to grow. She's not this like extremely powerful character that's going to overshadow, you know, Sanji and Zoro or something. Like she is a character who's going to come in and I think have a role to play that's very specific and very niche. But I, I, I look going into Egghead. I was the last person who would have said any of this. I, I never was a big fan of Bonnie. I don't think a lot of people were because we barely knew her. But I think that this arc has like completely sold me. And there hasn't been a moment where someone's like, "Join the crew," and she, or she's gonna be like, "I'm joining the crew." Like, there's no, there's not been a tease like that in the same way. So that's my, that's my thesis, and uh, I plan to have it published in a few journals, Cope Monthly. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it really does remain to be seen. Um, you know, I don't think she's going to die. Uh, clearly, that's not happening. Uh, if this was if this chapter was not succinctly clear about that, it's it, she's not going to die. She has to at least leave with the crew. That seems to be like our only option. Um, You know, because like I severely doubt that like the blackbeard pirates that are there are interested in her at this point because like we've been here with her before uh so like that's probably not it so like her character has to go somewhere um yeah, this is not a place where we can just leave her and move on like other arts so whatever else happens she's leaving on that ship provided mm -hmm. everybody leaves on that ship at all but that's a whole different conversation <laughs> so so like that i will grant you but I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm still kind of a uh, ski wampus about it. <laughs> I think, hey, I look, think uh, the other argument is. Okay. Okay. Oh no, go ahead. Uh, there was a bit of a gag, but I mean, it, it's a pirate anime. We have to have at least one pink yeah. haired character on the ship. Right. Right. One, uh, one alt character. 
I mean, I, you know, you know what I would really like to see? Cause this is something that I think, um, most of the characters get some sort of aspect to is I would like to see her fight, which we haven't really gotten to do yet. What are you talking about? We see her fight all the time. She turned into Nika. Well, I mean, she like, took down Alpha. She transformed yeah, well, yeah, Marines into like, babies. I I mean, like a fight, like a, like an actual like Bonnie versus X that gets put on the wiki, broken down like an actual fight. Like we we get that for most of the characters, um, and it's just yeah. I, I would say maybe the the exception of that would be Robin, but that was because yeah, Robin was joining is kind of it. Well, well, Robin's joining didn't really literally either, meant to be he? an upset. No, he fought. He fought in Drum. In Alabasta. But did he, did he in Drum Island have a 1v1? Yeah, he fought. Like, he did. He fought in Drum. Oh, that's been a while since I he read fought it. Okay. The, he, fought the, uh, he fought the fusion thing that Wapul made. I know Frankie did. You know, uh, well, it's, yeah, because it's, it's, it's kind of the old structure that they would do, is they would use the fight, like the situation on the island, to put that character in a fight to establish what their combat style was and then that would uh it, 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 that would basically sell them on the crew well bonnie kind of got that with alpha and I she's mean, fighting saturn of, right now well well yeah it's just it doesn't have the same kind of like carved out structure to it if she if she has thing. a carved but out I structure fight with one of the what if it's with one of the vice admirals would that appease you I mean, that would be closer to what I'm referring to, but I also don't think this breaks out into like mini battles like we've no. seen other arcs do. So that's that's kind of I may, maybe what I'm coming around to is like if Bonnie does join the crew, it's not at the end of this arc. Maybe that's what I'm trying to get to. Um, let's let's segue then into that. The, the whole like what happens next with this stuff. And I think we can probably speculate that Kuma is going to try to take down Saturn, but I mean, there's no way he can win. So how does this play out? I know we speculated in the past that Kuma will show up. Uh, we've talked about him taking on the pain bubble. Uh, we, I think we speculated that maybe he takes all the pain from the memory bubble and puts it on Saturn. There was even, you know, a reminder from Oda in 1102 that the bubble can still like be experienced. Like it, Bonnie was able to like take on the memories without evaporating the bubble. So we know that that's a thing. We know that it, it's still intact. Uh, we also know that Kuma has a self-destruct feature. He could take himself and Saturn out and have this big thing that that could be the incident, right? The destruction of Egghead Island, the death of one of the five elders. Like that would certainly qualify for the kind of like future, you know, headline that we already know about that something huge is going to go down. So where are you at with this? Do you do you think one of these it's going to be one of these? I know the story's kind of setting up that Luffy's going to Nika it up and show up and do his thing and fight and do all that, but I don't know. I don't think that this comes down to like Luffy 1v1ing Saturn and winning either. Yeah, yeah, it does it, it that's kind of the big thing. I do have to correct you just a little bit cuz otherwise the discord will um, i mean it's working bad radio he, anyway kuma uh, <laughs> kuma, kuma says uh, kuma says in 1102 it will vanish once touched so vegapunk was able to go in and poke around in there because of his instruments but because bonnie made physical contact with it it's gone is We're it done. gone that's, for sure yeah we know for scene, sure. that, wait that seems that to confirmed? say that it's gone because she touch, she makes physical contact with it. But she doesn't take on all the like pain and stuff, right? So uh, otherwise she would be gone. Well, she'd be dead. It's, 
well, it's it's memories, right? It's different than pain. Hmm. I, 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 I'm looking I, at the panel. Yeah, I don't see the physical pain. Yeah, I don't see the bubble anymore. So yeah, you might you have, you, have, you might have yeah, me there, guy. Yeah, it's it's just it's the the bubble like what Zoro took is physical pain, right? Like he extracted right. Luffy's physical wounds. But didn't um, Vegapunk warn straps. Bonnie about this that being too much for her at a certain point? Well, well, yeah, because well, just emotionally, I that's mean, all he meant. It was it was barely. I mean, it was almost too much for us, of course. <laughs> um but that's like, fine because we do we do still have the self-destruct thing i think that that's already been set up properly think, and that's all you really need huh? yeah i think uh you know because we talked about it last week a little bit while you were gone about that little personality switch uh and whether or not uh vegapunk snuck it in i think his reaction here suggests no right so yeah I'm we gonna, still have I'm an explanation yeah why but, why is kuma doing this yeah well i mean hockey that's new. <laughs> Hockey is new. That's interesting. Is his? Is it just his sheer willpower? Is that hmm. what we're going for? Is, I don't like, know. Because it's a lingering will. Wasn't something activated though within him, like very specifically that like summoned him that's to this imp- place? That's the impression that we get because what? Because what we were doing way back, woof, feels like a million years, but like the the interactions with the robot like discovering the robot and and like luffy being near it and kuma activating for lack of a better term here seem to be the same moment at least mm-hmm. is how the the manga juxtaposes it so we all read into that that there was a connection there however since then there hasn't been a direct line drawn we've just been extrapolating based on kind of like the sequence of events. So that could still be a factor uh, or, uh, you know, it would be one of those things where like now that Saturn is directly involved and like is heavily implying that he kind of already knows this stuff. I would, I would wonder if Vegapunk was bold enough to like replicate any of that technology and, and Saturn not notice. It would be very funny if he did. Uh, Cause he keeps saying over and over again, don't try to trick me. I'm a scientist too. So I really want Vegapunk to get one over on him. That yeah, would be yeah. particularly fun for me. So that, um, no, that's perfect. But, Cause that's, that's exactly what I was going to bring up was the whole iron giant thing. We know that Vegapunk knows that there was some kind of programming with that robot that had him attack Mary Joa. We've seen the parallel already with Kuma kind of going through it. And yeah, we, we speculated on this before. And if there was something that Vegapunk did, okay. I still wonder though, if it's even beyond that, like if it's not just uh, some kind of programming thing that Kuma put in, because we, we already had the flashback where he's like, Oh, and one last thing I want to protect the sunny. There, there wasn't anything after that. It'd be kind of weird if it was like, Oh yeah, there was one other thing. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's yeah. something else that like almost, wasn't planned or that like no one saw coming including kuma that like has something to do with fate or you know beyond programming it's it's, uh it's what kaido said right at the end of the day the the most powerful force you know the, the the powers don't really matter none of this matters as much as hockey so like is is that just what it is like like kuma again i mentioned this i think while you were here um kuma's undefeated as far as we can tell uh in 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 the official record which is not a which is kind of hard to pull off here in one piece so uh, we're not counting when he got beat up as a slave 
well yeah sure that was i would not consider that you know like even valid yeah but, you know just for the sake of power scaling here and, and ranking it he's undefeated he's completely undefeated and has taken on at least a sizable group of people if not powerful individuals so the idea that he's not a hockey user even though we've never seen him do it is you know of course he is that only makes sense uh i do think uh it's notable that he makes a fist he doesn't fight open-handed this isn't a use of the pawpaw fruit or anything mm -hmm. like that he has clenched his fist presumably symbolic you know to tie into oda like making the point that like the the man uh who was behind all of this intentionally by the way i called it the cruelty was the point i knew it anyway uh <laughs> yeah it's true uh but uh you know like like now that he's face to face with this man who is personally responsible for all of his misery he clenches his fist in response like that's really good even just from a, a visual standpoint but that like that it's hockey i really think it's just one of these things um that not even vegapunk could account for it is it's the question that, that this entire project and like this arc when it comes to kuma has posited the entire time what is a soul? What is the weight of that? What does that mean? Uh, I think that the story is going to give us something resembling an answer to that. Well, the, the other factor we can throw in there is the fact that he's surrounded by clouds. Did he awaken his devil fruit? Does that have something to do with how he's all of a sudden apparently, you know, showing emotion too? I mean, he clearly like protecting Bonnie and then wanting to strike Saturn, he is acting like a person. He's not acting like his will is gone. So if he awakened his devil fruit, I, and I can't even imagine what you know implications the pawpaw fruit of being awakened would have. I had not even considered that. He's got uh, the clouds. Like, like, I, like, well, I, I, I guess I didn't read them as clouds. I read it as like smoke from like the various attacks on everything on him. But, but right, in but it's fairness, ambiguous I enough. just, I didn't. Well, yeah, like I that's what I was going to say is like I hadn't read it that way, but I don't know that you Dude, Oh, man, the, the cloud stuff is so hard because <laughs> like for a while, it didn't really seem like it meant anything. And then it meant everything. And then we were confused. <laughs> Classic uh, one it's still not it's still not clear if Kaido was awakened. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like that is still completely ambiguous and up for debate as far as I know. Um, so like. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. That would be, it would be fun to discover that this was secretly a Zoan and now its will is taking over. That would be fun. Well, that would be you can awaken in Paramecia, so it could be that. Well, well yeah, yeah we, I just mean like, you don't mean, have confirmation, explain, I guess. Yeah, 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 to explain the uh, the behavior, I guess. Or, or uh, okay, let me go a little bit, let me go a little bit harder on this because this, this, you know, now, now I'm playing with this idea a little bit. Uh, what if, what if ooh okay just i'm trying to piece this together what if the fruit is inspired by kuma mm, inspired by yeah so so we he's becoming uh, a zone so in real I, time yeah what if what if his will is manifesting in the fruit what if it can change mm, hmm because like that these would happen, be cool like like I mean, we've, in dreams, we've, wishes, we we, we right. have some setup for that. We set that up. What if something is changing the fruit's properties in real time? Like Kuma's, like, just his own, you know, love 
transmuted that fruit somehow. See, that would be more satisfying than an out of nowhere, he's able to do this explanation just because this whole arc has been about devil fruits. Uh, not all about, but it, it's definitely touched on that a lot. And we were kind of promised a little bit more explanation for how the devil fruits work. And it would be a payoff to kind of for Vegapunk in real time to be like, oh my gosh, like we're watching, you know, a devil fruit evolve essentially. Like if he added another wrinkle to all this stuff, that'd be kind of cool. Um, especially because if anybody could do something like that, it would be Kuma, but it's probably like a cataclysmic move. It's probably something akin to like what we see in like Boruto. Um, not to be, not to spoil what happens in that, but like something with a high, high set of consequences, let's say. Yeah, it, 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 I'm probably just like I'm probably like way out of left field now, but it it I that's like an it. interesting idea. Is like not just that he's awakening, but that that like he he has somehow influenced it back because we we've talked a lot lately about like Zoans specifically and and their will, but like I'm kind of on board with this idea that like. If devil fruits are the manifestation of people's dreams, then like theoretically you could reflect that back or like it could inherit. Oh, it could inherit a will. Like, if like it's not. What if the fruit inherited Kuma's will? And that's, so yeah, it, that's, yeah. that's what you're saying. So basically, yeah, the fruit has personified. And so even though Kuma himself is effectively dead, the fruit has the memories. It's sort of like taken form around him. And it's almost like he's personified by the fruit now. That would be pretty yeah. clutch. Yeah, that would be cool. It's it's like um, it's like literalizing kind of what happens in Dressrosa when Sabo gets the uh, the the Mara Mara no Mi and yeah, yeah. you know starts kind of immediately replicating Ace's uh, attacks. And that's which, not totally know, out of left field, right? In the sense yeah. of like you know Chopper eats you know the human fruit and like objects have eaten fruits and also the going merry literally came alive like it's not that out of left field right right it's it's one of those things where like we could do this and oda doesn't necessarily have to have like rock uh like rock solid ironically science about this like yeah, this he'll let us do that thing. <laughs> yeah like he'll it, just go to reddit the, and be like all right did y'all figure yeah, out what i wanted <laughs> somebody yeah somebody figure it out but like it, it's it's one of those things because like when you start talking about like the science of like what is a soul right like there's not a concrete answer because it's kind of an esoteric question yeah it's, it's a big and, of a tbd thing uh humanity yeah, is working on right yeah, so this could be kind of that that climax to this future island idea that like, hey, there is stuff that doesn't have an answer to this yet. And it's stuff that nobody in this on this island could account for. And it's something akin to a miracle. Um, I'm going to read this from Blue Dan Bob, who said, I love for Kuma to unload all of the pain he's absorbed throughout his entire life into that. Uh, he, he's a cuss word, so I won't I won't say it, um, I, which I think. Could if, if the fruit came alive, it theoretically would be able to take all that pain and do something along those lines. So, you know, your theory could could help. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could also be the thing that gets them off the island. We've discussed this before, but if it is able to make decisions, then it could be our escape route. Mm hmm. And then and then initiate the self-destruct. Pike Man said, want Saturn to get away after taking a beating only to get killed by his fellow elders for being weak due to losing on Egghead Island. 
That's interesting. Ooh, I like ooh. that. Well, because it, it would be a little bit more, ooh. yeah, hype. Ooh. Hmm, hmm. That's an interesting one. Ooh, I like that. Or actually. not even the other elders, but Emu. You know. Yeah, it would probably be Emu, but that's fine. More, I mean, the, Emu needs more screen time, in my opinion. Emu, so like, I'm cool with that. The, they really took the Lucia thing in the anime and just went with it <gasps> because that was whoa, oh, buddy. I, I got was so scared. I was like. I, had a, I was like, I've been waiting. I was like, I've, I've been waiting for this, and they did not disappoint. Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> I can't wait till we get to hear Emu speak. Oh, I cannot wait. They're gonna fake us out with like some sort of like completely androgynous voice too, and it's gonna be fantastic. Heart of uh, Dawn Light said that punch gonna hit like Luffy's on Charlos. <laughs> yeah, I was telling my I was telling my spouse that like I expect that if this connects. Right. I expect it to be more satisfying than that. And I call that re- I regularly refer to that as the greatest punch in one piece. <laughs> but is it going to connect? That's the thing we don't know, because some usually Oda <sighs> ends like shows the actual <sighs> impact. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's great tension building. Like like Oda knows how to end a break chapter like so well. And oh, uh, it's just. I'm I'm hyped, and also there's that part of me that's like, I still feel like this ends bad. Like every single little triumph has this little sense of an asterisk next to it of like, we still have to get out of here. We still mm-hmm. have to find a way off this island. We have to lose the uh, we have to lose the Marines. We have to lose a, a, an Elder Star. Um, you know, we have to do this while holding like an incredibly valuable asset. Uh, one that, like we talked about last week, the government has to kill at this point. They cannot let him leave under any circumstances. Well, yeah, they're going to try the authority chip first, and I'm guessing that that's not going to work. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, by the way, I'm curious why. Um, well, I guess, yeah, I guess a Kainu wouldn't have that. Like, it wasn't on that level with the pacifistas or Kuma, huh? It would have well, to I be mean, like, it would, yeah. I mean, the the admirals would still step in, but Vegapunk would be above the admirals. So, like, letting a Vegapunk that's not under their control out mm-hmm. is just like, uh, forget the uh, forget the Void Century investigation stuff. Like that itself is just imagine if Dragon got a hold of that. By the way, we like, still have the Seraphim <laughs> locked up, like mm-hmm. not that far away, <laughs> and so we kind of have these loaded yeah. guns like right there. There's so many little bombs still ready to go off. We still don't know where Caribou is unless he's the one providing food again, which I, I nah, only hope not because I don't, I don't want it. Oda to repeat a joke. But um, but, you know, it, it's whatever. But he's still running around. The popular uh, theory you know, the is that Kizaru is the one giving Luffy the food. That's what people are. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, Straw Hat Luffy 7 brought this up, said, I knew Kizaru was going to flip. He's definitely the one who brought the food to Luffy. Kuma showing up to save Bonnie had me in tears again. I can't wait to see that punch land. It's going to be incredibly satisfying. Another masterpiece of a chapter. The peak fiction never stops. Uh, there's a little bit more, a lot of fun there. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't think it's 100% that it's Kizaru. I, I don't know. Because, okay. What what would what would cause Kizaru to flip at this point? Because I know we've talked about before that like he kind of was holding back a bit. He could have killed Vegapunk and probably purposely missed. He he probably could have like given Luffy the slip multiple times, but he kind of let things happen just to have enough plausible deniability. 
but he's still an unclear justice guy. And I don't know if this is enough. Like, I don't know if it's enough for him to be like, oh, I want Luffy to, you know, unless it's the Nika thing where he's kind of like, I don't know. I, I know I'm the one who kind of brought that up of like, oh, maybe he's a, he's a, you know, secretly a believer, the church of Kuma. I, I think this is, um, I think it's a, for, for some irony, I think it's a come to Jesus moment a little bit. Come to Nika but, moment. Yeah. I just, right? I want him, I want him to look at Saturn and Saturn and be like, why? And he's just like, I don't know. Eh. Not clear. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think that. this is a. I don't think it's a heel turn. I think it is. Some people have have hypothesized that he cares more about Sentamaru and Bonnie specifically because they're young, mm. uh, younger in Sentamaru's case. That there may just be some um, attachment there that isn't there for Vegapunk. Or it could just uh, be Kizaru a Sasuke whim. It could be. Um, you know, Vegapunk and Kizaru are interesting in that they are both absolutely sellouts like you you pointed out vegapunk is like incised at the reality of saturn and i think that that's a legitimate reaction because he thought he was doing the best he could for the world like even if the world government wasn't like 110 percent on the up and up at the very least they have a vested interest in their people and they'll let him do what he needs to for the he, he would vote for obama a third time if he could he would he would absolutely vote for Obama a third time if he could. And now he's seeing the consequences of that, I think, is where he's at. And Kizaru, in a lot of ways, is in a similar boat because now this time it's everything is going to hell in a handbasket in front of him. And anything that he's had any kind of remote uh, attachment to is on this island and pretty much done. You know, he said multiple times, I'm here to kill Vegapunk. I'm here to do these three things. Please don't get in my way. Please don't make me do this. Hey, let's not get all of the Marines killed. Uh, hey, let me have it out with Sentamaru. Let me explicitly not kill Sentamaru. Uh, you know, l l I think he's trying to follow his orders, but do it. It. He's trying to be a good cop. Um, and can't really so now he's doing what every single other i'm gonna try to be a good cop marine in this series has had to do and that's okay this one time i swear to god only one time i'm gonna let straw hat do something and i'm just gonna pretend i'm not looking at it and like that's kind of where i think he's at right now in, in the terms of the how because I, I bet some people are wondering like well where did he get the food we we two things have been established one that like the, we've seen food be generated like on the island oh, like literally like when luffy like atlas showed them how to do it and everything i think that's why atlas is kind of a red herring like, for like i don't even like like yeah atlas i believe is just to remind us of the machines that make yeah. food but right. like the man moves at light speed yes and i think he's pretending kitchen. not to be able to move at this point and so yeah i yeah. think i think that that's easily the how uh, and it, he would know how to, this stuff works because he lived on Egghead, so that's not a stretch at all. So yeah, I think I think it, yeah. the the how is definitely fine. The why is a little bit like murky, but there's good theory theorizing. It, I I think it still works. I I don't have a better counter. Like I can't think of somebody else who would fit. Like are we gonna have Shaka come back from the dead? Of course not. Like it's it's yeah. It's, oh, I mean it's one piece. Let's be reasonable here. It's entirely feasible. <laughs> not not that Shaka would still be alive, I guess, but that's that like it would be that <laughs> random. I don't know. Um but yeah I, I not a lot of suspects left. But I, I think that uh yeah that's that's a strong 
strong content. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just, it, it's, I think it's a way to keep Kizaru ambiguous enough. It, it, which, which could also then mean that this is entirely a red herring and this it's somehow else someone did this. I don't know. But to me, it's 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 a smoker situation, you know, or a, a Fujitora situation where it's like, hey, oh, man, you know, I got to take you in. But like, do I kind of thing? And and yeah, and, and we can have that without like Kizaru joining the crew. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I, I do think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do think that one thing we're set, we're set up to see as well, like this chapter is setting up Bonnie seeing Luffy in his Nika form and that reinvigorating her ability to be Nika-like because we've seen it falter and it's been established. And I love this about her double fruit of like the older and more cynical she gets, the fewer possibilities she has. It's like she gets weaker as she gets older. That's a really great hook for this character, a really great sort of like a fascinating layer to her that does differentiate her from other characters but it also has an opportunity to show like what she can do when she's inspired by luffy which is such a central crux of that character the whole point of his dream to be the king of the pirates and everything along those lines fits in perfectly with her getting to finally witness that properly uh, especially in this moment where you know we can kind of walk through what's about to happen and it's 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 i, I still can't believe we're at a moment where one of the Gorsei is like on the battlefield. Like I, I'm still kind of getting like goosebumps about it. I'm still kind of like struggling to accept that we're in this stage right now. Manga is one of the only mediums where like an old man does a thing and everybody is just absolutely pog face about it the whole time. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's buck wild, man. It's, it's nuts that we are here. Uh, one of the things that I, you know, not to loop all the way back to uh, the anime here, but like, like the, o the OP for the new arc is it does this really spectacular job of telling the audience that like, this is the moment where all of these disparate threads we've been cutting to over and over again, start to not like, mm. like they're starting to intersect in ways we can no longer avoid and like like coded right into the lyrics of the song like this stuff that's happening with sabo that doesn't look like it matters it matters and you're gonna find out why now like yeah and we're and it's happening in real time i don't think when people saw the gorosei introduced and you know we've had decades worth of um theory crafting since then but like when the gorosei were introduced i don't think anybody saw them as like antagonists in the same way that you would see like uh nl who, who you know got introduced around the same time right like they well, were that's actually a great segue into this symbol, comment from uh this, so this is from bionic ranger who said saturn is now above doflamingo on the despicability tier list i mean did we do yeah, our, we did we do our villains one. thing too late yeah. yeah, we finally got one over on because I've, I've argued before, like Doflamingo is the tip top villain because like it's so gross. And of course, that was just Oda laying the necessary groundwork for this guy. Um, I love how bad Saturn is, by the way. I also love that specifically Oda made sure that they clarified that he wasn't <laughs> Bonnie's father because <laughs> I didn't need that. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. we could finally put that to rest. No, but you're right. I think that. No, I think I think that it's good that Oda is like not every villain is sympathetic. Not every villain it, it has a good reason. Sometimes villains are just villains. Even even to that point, 
with the with the celestial dragons as a concept they're almost humorless humorlessly like um they're 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 kind of a caricature right of like the ruling class of like the monarchy as a concept um english monarchy it feels like with all the inbreeding specifically but yeah you know um it's it's one of those things where like if you were to confront the you know I guess in a lot of media, maybe maybe you'd agree with me here. You see a lot of times where like the tippy top bad guy doesn't necessarily believe in the larger ideology of stuff. Uh, they're like, yeah, I know it's kind of bupkiss, but I'm just evil anyway, or or I'm just trying to fill my pockets, you know, kind of thing. Where it almost undermines the theme because like you need your tippy top villain to be a little bit smarter or a little bit more threatening, so they're a little bit more nuanced. Mm-hmm. Well, the nuance of the Gorosei is that they believe it even harder. He's like, y'all are literally insects. Why doesn't he, why does he tell the Marines to shoot Bonnie dead? Because he doesn't want to get his own foot dirty. <laughs> like, why bother? Uh, you know, like, like he messes with Kuma because it's funny to him. It's like, a, it's like literally being a kid with a magnifying glass on an anthill. Like he is, he is, he believes what the celestial dragons believe to the absolute degree which means the rest of the Gorosei do, and boy howdy, whatever Emu's actual deal is, is going to be some real effed up stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. and I think that that's great. I think that like just cold cocked, no, I'm a guy who experiments on children for fun, and I'm proud of that. And like, I'm not being ironic. I'm not trying to be a caricature. I'm not being, I'm just like that, I'm that guy. Deal with it. And I'm, like, I'm a spider guy who calls other people insects. I don't care. Yeah, right. Big talk, man. Yeah. You're the one with eight legs right now. I know spiders are not insects. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we watch Spider-Man. Um, we know but, the insults. But like, you know, it's like you're the guy with extra legs right now, man. And I realize this is a world where like anything is possible at this point. But like you're the you're the bug man right now. <laughs> so it's just it's so wild that like all of this is happening all at once and it's just revealing so much about these characters like it's ironically a lot of exposition (laughs) just but we don't even care because it's compelling i have another argument for bonnie joining the crew here it is oh okay well black knight halberd 42 said i really thought saturn was going to be bonnie's biological father with the wife number eight thing but unless the translation's wrong i stand corrected and well travis i know that you know that we know that there is a possibility that Bonnie's father could be part from the Figurland Garling family. And so how fun would that be if like some of the Shank stuff are going to Elbath? If we're going to do any of that, we would have Bonnie that, along who could be a member of that family and that could expand. I, I mean, mean, the hmm. detail, the details of that particular situation are still for me, the lowest point of this arc. Uh, so i would prefer we not revisit it <laughs> I, I personally i would love to just move on because it's because okay to to the point about like saturn and the gorosei being like the tippy top of, of evil etc etc et there are things that oda knows not to depict right uh yes. not just this particular thing we saw uh, i i mentioned back when uh in wano there is this great shot where like we see like a noose um there you know and it's just implied what, what's happening there is implied uh, like there are things where you break the sus- you, you like everybody's suspending their disbelief this is a show about a rubber man uh you know it's a story about a, a rubber pirate so like 
we we suspend a lot of disbelief, but there are, I think, some lines where once you start crossing them, it gets much more difficult for people to buy into this. And and all they're going to want is vengeance. If this man is identified, I don't know that Oda could actually reasonably within the confines of the story that he's built give the satisfaction that the reader would expect because what the reader would expect is stuff that I cannot reasonably speak out loud on this podcast. Like (laughs) it is the kind of thing where it, we have left the confines of a fun pirate manga. That's about a lot of things. And we have firmly much like Bonnie learning about the world right now, entered a world where the fantastical no longer can happen. And that is a dangerous place to play it. It, You know, if he, you know, I, I choose to trust the storyteller in this, but I would prefer us not play with that fire just because it's not. I mean, for one, Gen Z is not going to have it for two. Like, again, I just feel like we could be doing other things. If if Bonnie <laughs> were to join the Straw Hats, I would prefer her to get to do something new um, and and live rather than have to keep looking back. I would love if she does join this, I would love for this to be the moment she gets over her, her crap because we only have so much time left to do anyway. And like everything is 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 to her the best day ever for the rest of the journey because Aww. she's finally like free of all of that. If, if, if we're going to do this and we're going to do this because we need a cabin girl or something, then it should be in service of her as a child, I think. And 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 protect you know i I loathe to say protect her because that's not really the point and also like we have other children on this boat already but Hmm. like but like to fulfill her i think would be a much better purpose for her on the crew than to oh let's make this shank stuff more complicated (laughs) hey no argument for me because all this talk is just you kind of talking more and fitting in and accepting more of this whole idea of being on the cruise every time i talk about this it happened last week too i think every time we talked about this i end up just talking myself into it yeah i mean (laughs) That's what happened to me. I mean, might as, right, right. it's infectious. Uh, we, we, we're, we're it's our version man. of getting sapphire skills, I guess. You're seeing the light. Yeah, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, we mentioned translations, though. I do want to point out the Viz, the Viz release does have a translation error, which is funny to me. Uh, it did come out early. The, it's so like that's right what I around the same. It, it is a, oh, it's 100% like a typo or like a, like a, a miss a mistype somewhere or mistranslation somewhere very easily corrected, but they misgender Bonnie as a result. And it's very funny to me (laughs) that just like, just like they, they thought it was Kuma and they needed to shoot or something. And like, like, well, we do have Yamato on the cover, so we might as well create controversy. What is gender? (laughs) Yeah. What is gender at this point? So, so it's funny. We're talking about like, Oh, Oh, the translation confirms that Saturn isn't her father. Also on the next page, they call Bonnie a him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's yeah. a lot. Oh, well, um, uh, oh, wonderful, good, good, good job. Me always advocating for the official <laughs> translation. But uh, yeah, you we, should, hey, you we should still recommend use the official translation. Yeah, no, you yes, because because the thing is, is like Viz can go correct that uh, because Shueisha could be like, hey, yo, just so you know, this was this was meant to be this. Yeah, yeah and yeah. they can go fix that uh, unless it's Zoro's name. Uh, but like, because you know, there's that official relationship where Oda's team can get something corrected. Uh, whereas fan translation is just at the mercy of their own, you know, and you know, I, I don't want to disparage people putting their own knowledge to work, especially like to learn the language and do that for fun to, to learn the language. I think that's really cool. Uh, but yeah, 
Uh, that's why we use the official translation so that we don't do an hour-long podcast about uh, about Saturn <laughs> being Bonnie's dad. <laughs> well, now that now that we're reaching an hour, let's uh, or a little past an hour, uh, let's finish out with a little bit of stuff from the the Discord, and then we'll call it. So, uh, King of the Pirates and Requetitan, uh both agree that uh, or yeah, I think I think you, I got the sense of King of the Pirates put it out there. It was like y'all think it was Kazaru that snuck Luffy the food. Requetitan said. Yes, and their argument was he changed pose, thought about Bonnie and Sentamaru, and his bull was there. So it, it looks like the Discord is Team Kizaru here. I didn't see any pushback on that. Uh, Hippo said it was an amazing chapter, uh, although actually, no, Hippo did push back a little bit and said, "Not. Nah, it is the lurking legend himself, Curve, who is unfortunately coming in clutch again, uh, and then asked, do you think Bonnie could actually tap into the Nika power if uh, understands that Luffy's Gear 5 is Nika? So yeah, we could, we kind of touched on that. I think that that's certainly like been set up, um, and then I think, yeah, you even chimed in there and agreed. Uh, Hippo also said Saturn said that uh, she doesn't know the connection between Luffy's Gear 5 and Nika. I assume that meant she could fully imagine Nika and this was weak. Um, yeah. I, I don't I know what she would just... have to see with Gear 5th. That would, I don't know. Because she did the Nika dance. You know, she's, I, I feel like there's potential there for her to like see it happening. Because it no, could be something specific. Uh, to, me, to me, it's an issue of, um, perspective right where um where like she's learned more about what the real world is you know what i mean and so because she's learned more about the real world the idea that nika could be real like like she's in a fit of despair she yeah, yeah. can't imagine that it, it, I don't think it's a, you know, in the discord, I talked a little bit about like, if she finds out that the Nika powers are just a devil fruit, can she imagine herself having an extra devil fruit or a different devil fruit? Or does knowing that it's just a devil fruit, does it remove the illusion and make it weaker? Uh, you know, yeah. I think that's as much a possibility as the reverse, um, because because that's what it is. Like the more like not just physically she gets older, but just the reality of reality uh, you know, you you uh, listener probably know what I'm talking about. Once upon a time, the world was your o oyster. Pokemon were real. You were going to be uh, you were going to be a spaceman. And now you don't do those things <laughs> because the world <laughs> is real. You know, that's what I think is the point here is like Bonnie's uh, devil fruit is so powerful in a way similar to Luffy's because of her childlike nature both literally as a child and also her personality so if things happen to her that make her miserable then that's going to make it more difficult for her to use her powers which is why the work that kuma put in to protect her is kind of the thing that works best for her now is like that's the that's the thing that made her capable of surviving this long i think is is his love to protect her childhood as like no you're gonna grow up i'm not gonna burden you with the truth of all of this I'm, you know as much as like you could criticize him for lying to her it, I, I think the case here is that he she, he did the right thing hmm. well that'll do it i think the right thing for us is to call it and reconvene for 11.04, which uh, is going to be coming out. Uh, as we record this, the official will be out in 12 days. And Travis, I know we got a little bit of, uh, we got a break time. We have some content uh, avenues we could go down. We could do our, you know, best anime of the year. 
episode. We could talk about Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, which I did watch and finish. Uh, we could talk about, uh, well, I'm not ready yet for Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. Here's the thing. I haven't finished it, but I have Look, I've made progress by inches, so I, I'm, I'm moving I along. I would not have watched. I would not have let you watch that on your vacation. You think getting COVID would ruin your vacation? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't watch it on my vacation because uh, it wasn't available in that country. So I w- that was one of the ones I couldn't watch. But uh, I was able there to see go. Delicious in Dungeon, which I enjoyed a lot. Uh, still want to see solo leveling um, as soon as I can. So yeah, we we got plenty of stuff on the docket. Uh, but of course. You should probably do this little thing. Let me save the best for last, anyway. If uh, if you <laughs> if you wanted to talk to us and be like more, you know, in line with hang out with us, maybe like you, well, you could email us. We do have an email. It's rookiepirateradio at gmail Don't worry, Travis. I'll say it again. I know you forgot to write it down. The last uh, hundred episodes we've done, but um, we haven't done a hundred episodes. We've done like fifty something, but um, no, uh, no, we haven't even done fifty. It hasn't been a year, so we've done fewer than anyway. RookiePirateRadio at gmail.com is how you do that. And then, uh, yeah, you can all you have to do to hang out with us on uh, like an online server is just go to our MySpace, right, Travis? MySpace, that's, that's it? it, that's it, MySpace.com. Slash, you know, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have to see if MySpace is still active and actually make a rookie pirate radio MySpace now. Oh for my that. gosh, yeah, yeah, just and then it um, redirects to to our Discord server, which is in the show notes, and you could come hang out with us, uh, and also uh, with the other writers and editors of In Between Drafts as we talk about everything from movies, books, TV, and more. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, fun conversations in the games channel about Steam Deck this week. Uh, and other things coming out of CES, and uh, we, we we're gonna do some fun things. Uh, so come mm. hang out. MySpace is dead. Uh, last thing that they put out was March fourth twenty March fourteenth twenty twenty two. Apparently, they tried to make it like a whole news website, and you know, uh, people have tried more difficult things, I guess. Um, so there's that. I don't think my profile is still on here, for what it's worth. It's probably uh, for the best. Yeah, I mean, nobody needs to listen to My Chemical Romance while scrolling a web page. I mean, I do, but I I can replicate that experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I Google John Negroni MySpace, it doesn't pop up. So, thank uh, yeah, it's probably for the best for both of us that our MySpaces cannot be found. <laughs> oh well, yeah, maybe maybe next time, maybe next, maybe the next startup. Uh, thanks for so much for listening. We'll be back soon. Um, and again, you can hit up our discord if you want to hang out with us and, uh, give us suggestions, talk about these chapters and, and then some, uh, we do have an Allie Johnson sighting. She is in thriller bark and she, uh, nothing happened. I was so tempted. Yeah. They are out out now on their, on the tail end of that now. So you're like, Oh, uh, you know, it's kind of fitting that like the arc you're on right now, (laughs) like it's kind of serendipitous, but you know, fate. Oh yeah. I was like, I was hyping. I was hyping her up because I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm going to this this arc of One Piece that's on right now. I'm going to my entire personality now and I can't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a shame. But uh, yeah, follow along yeah. with that, of course, uh, in the discord and then some. And uh, we'll see you all again later. Bye, everybody.